This episode of The A-Team is brought to you by FaceToFaceGames.com, Canada's number one source for Magic the Gathering card singles. And Jared Gestati, one of his favorite stories is he sat down to play some Commander with Gavin, and he had busted out his brand new deck, and he, like, got, like, the frickin', like, 12-for-1 Chaos Orb. And 72 hours later, Chaos Orb was banned in Commander. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the A-Team Podcast, brought to your ears by ManorDeprived.com, home of Canadian magic. In 2010, a crack magic playing unit was sent to prison by the DCI court for mise they didn't commit. These men promptly escaped from a federal pound-me-in-the-ass prison to the Canadian underground. Today, still wanted by Wizards of the Coast, they survive as podcasters of fortune. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can listen to The A-Team. KYT. He looks at me, are you a pro? Not really, I just have a website. Then he goes, is it a pro website? <laughs> Jay Boosh. They're like, holy fuck, we're both over here, man. We both can't be over here, man. Scotty. Like, I stared him right in the face. I'm like, I'm only here for the buys. He's like, so you only want the buys. I'm like, once again, I am only here for the buys. <laughs> and Jeremy. As the 18th fourth member, I promise the listeners that I will get that man to talk more. <laughs> that is my commitment to you. And now, the 18th. Hello, listener. Like many days before, you sat to listen to your podcast. 166 times, perhaps. But today is different. Things have changed. You hear what seems to be the fluttering of fairies. The shaman you once turned to to help you with these can't seem to be found. And the wild cat man that he helped you rid of is back. But fear not. You're not alone. For there are friends from the north who are here to see you through this moment. Mr. Scotty Mack, how are you? The Matt himself, KYT. And I, the scummiest of them all, welcome you to a new world of modern. What's up, bitches? I <laughs> uh, can't believe they banned Deathmatch. Yeah, so it was exciting ban week. Yes, yeah, exciting, huh? It's exciting. exciting. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I don't know, like, I, I I, immediately, like, look at the price of Bitter Blossom. I tried to sneak over to my local game store first thing in the morning, and, like, the guy was like, ha, 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 I came in early, and fuck you. And, uh, because I was hoping to catch him when one of his peons was there, and I could totally snatch up all the cheap Bitter Blossoms, because they shot up, like, I don't know, 500%. They are $100 yeah, right now. Yeah, exactly. Just ridiculous. Like, not even exaggerating, yeah. they are $100. Yeah, I remember, uh, I think I was, was Sal from Face to Face on on Facebook, actually, was, like, going on about how, like, somebody came in and bought, like, 80 of, like, some fairy from him, like, as soon as the announcement came the out. Scion of Una, they, yeah. as soon as the announcement, online orders filled, 80 of them sold out immediately. Yeah, absolutely, and he was like, ah, oh, I felt really bad about that, ah, oh, that pisses me off. 
But then he was like, oh, yeah, but I sold three Bitter Blossoms for 90 bucks each, so I can retire. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to be a rough time to be in, like, that card speculation market. Ugh. <laughs> Just, ugh. I don't know. I'm excited for these changes. So, the more... Okay, so... For the, in case you guys couldn't translate through Jeremy's like super suave and debonair introduction, <laughs> and if you've been living under a rock because we're like way behind, Deathrite Shaman got banned in Modern, and Bitter Blossom and Wild and Cattle got unbanned. So we were talking about it a while ago. Uh, we kind of expected a lot of this to happen, but uh, I'm just sad to see Deathrite go as one of my you know all time favorite cards. Um, but anyways, that said, I, I think Fairies is is going to be you know a tier one deck. In I don't the think format. so. I don't well. Know. I mean, like, I think it's going to be fine. I, I don't think that you have any chance in hell of beating Twin. I, but... I, I don't even think it's a tier one. I think it's, like, maybe a tier two deck. I think it's going to see a little bit more play, but it's not going to be, like, a top eight deck. Nina maybe would one beg... falls into the top eight. Nina would beg to differ with you. Apparently she's just been, like, crushing fools all day. Yeah. She just, yeah, she just leaved up Ferris in, in Modern. She's just killing everybody. Is and she playing back. fools? Yeah, no. No. <laughs> no, she's not Wait, playing, like, pro... you? No, 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 no. She's not. She's not playing a pro tour, you know, quality opponents by any stretch. But uh, they're all reasonable magic players for okay. sure. They're like st- regular PTQ grinders. So cool. I mean, they're okay. they're at that level. Um, but yeah, she's been like just wrecking shop. So I mean, I'm sure the deck's going to be good. It's going to be played. The zoo decks are going to be very good, also. Yes, the zoo decks are the scary thing. Bitter Blossom is getting all the attention, but Wild the Cattle is like the real fucking deal. Yeah, I think the nice thing about Bitter Blossom is that it slots into a bunch of different decks. Yeah, I, I, I think there'll be tons of Bitter Blossoms in the top eight, but I don't think that there'll be fairies. Yeah, so it's interesting because, like, I think right now, if you actually just want to win tournaments, you're playing Splinter Twin. Uh, yeah, I, I, could, I could see that argument. I think that Malirapod might actually be a really crazy place to be also because oh, it lost some of its, like, game one hate. I don't disagree with you. I think Malirapod and Twin are probably, like, the two best decks in the format right now. Yeah, I think so. Um, And, I mean, like, the way that it was put, and, like, Nina's just done it so succinctly, so, like, there's no sense in even trying to rephrase. It was just very simply, you play Twin or Malirapod at a tournament, and Zoo and Fairies will clean up every other deck, and you crush all of them in the top eight. So you just win the tournament with Malirapod or Twin. So... That goes back to that whole argument of, like, you can play the deck that'll win the tournament, or you can play the deck that'll beat the field, you know? And yep. like, and, and I think that if anything that this banning has accomplished, it's creating that metric, which was previously void, really, yeah. once they nerfed Storm. I am actually ridiculously excited for the Junmir. I think the Junmir gets, like, really, really intense now. Yeah, especially since it'll be so few and far between. Yeah, well, that, but, like, like, this card, like, solved Liliana. Yeah. You know, like, that's, like, that's the thing, is it, it has it has murdered Liliana. It has a way to use evasion to get uh, Liliana off the board, and it also just negates her sacrifice effect. It's like, wow, you killed the token? Yeah. Thumbs up, buddy. Like, yeah. so, I'm very interested for that, but I, I think Jun's going to definitely be running copies of it. It should. And I think Jun can still do a lot of things. Like, again, it is still a deck with all the best cards in the format, so... Yeah. I don't think John's disappearing anytime soon. I think you'll see a less greedy uh, approach to the mana base. I think yes. that the days of the four-color John are done. Well, you don't need to um, wait anymore because you don't need lingering souls. You have better like, e- Exactly, right? So, like, you see that, you'll probably see something closer to what Reduke's, Reduke was playing. Um, Death Rush Shaman obviously is very, very good, but 
you know, obviously it's it's hit the skid. So well, it's also like the the green uh, the green black, like you know the the channel fireball from the world championship, not yeah. worlds, but or the players championship, whatever it's mm-hmm. called. Raptor is playing. Yeah, 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 the one that Raptor is playing, like some form of that deck. Like you're going to get the green black or the green black X deck. Um, that's really going to love that. And then like Melissa Del Toro is probably just having a great time now. So she played the shit out of fairies also, but so like she's basically into both fairies and. White black uh, token. Black white token. Yeah. So I mean, like it, it could be really interesting to see what happens, for sure. But yeah, it's going to shake up the format. I'm excited to watch Pro Tour. I'm excited to see what decks come out. Um, I can play motherfucking Vengevines again. Oh <laughs> my god. Oh my god. It makes me feel so good. Yeah. So good. Mm-hmm. I can play junky decks. I will buy fucking seven hundred dollar plane tickets to fly across the fucking continent. To play Mir Superior on a GP. My life is so good. <laughs> Mir Superior? Yeah, man. Ask Hain. Ask Insane Hain about how I crushed him. Knocked him out of the tournament with it. Huh. <laughs> I'm 1 0 in, in, in sanctioned matches versus him. Nice. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> so, yeah, so it's. I think it's going to be neat. It's going to be interesting to see how it all plays out. I'm excited to play the format more. My pet deck, I think, in its desired uh, f- yeah. framework is dead. I mean, the Tribal Flames deck I was playing is basically not playable in the format that I was playing with it because it was really just sort of centered on turn two Geist to St. Trap, kill your shit, and beat you with Geist. Um, and I don't think that's possible these days anymore. Uh, you've got Wild and the Cattle coming down too early. Uh, you don't have as many reliably long-term good uh, mana accelerants. I mean, you could play birds and noble hierarchs if you wanted to. That's fine, but they make terrible top decks, which thins out the overall deck quality. Yeah. Um, plus, judge foil noble hierarchs are a hundred dollars right now. Hundy. So when they were like at like what thirty or something, they were thirty beforehand. Yeah. Yeah, I remember uh, when I was uh, doing the old show Monday Night Magic. There, we were doing a contest to get uh, the guy to uh, Vegas. Yeah. And, like, Clues is a level 2 judge. He's got all his judge foils. He's got, like, four ofs, everything. And I was, like, trying to get, like, donation things from him. And he's like, ah, oh, you know, I can give you a sword. But I've got all of these noble hierarchs. Can I just, like, put those off on you? And it's like, I don't really want them. Like, I want the sword. And, yeah. So I hope that he got to uh, hold on to some of those and he gets to reap the rewards. Payday. Payday is right. So, yeah, it's it's going to be fun. Uh, Pro Tour will be sweet, and we'll see what happens. Um, I mean, we may start seeing more. Uh, obviously, we're going to see some zoo and and uh, bigger zoos and all that sort of stuff. So there'll be that whole sub game to develop. Um, I think Blood Moon gets better. Yeah. Right now that we have less reliable mana fixing outside of, you know, the, the mana r- dork decks. So that'll be interesting. Um, well, the game just gets harder. Yeah, I think so. Like that was always the thing, and like in your in your zoo deck, in Jund, people would sequence their shock lands terribly, sequence their fetch lands terribly, and Deathrite Shaman was there to bail you out. Yep, always there to bail you out. It's like, oh, you should have fetched this one first. Oh, but don't worry, I tap and fix all your problems. <laughs> now it's like, see you later, fucker. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. True. Very true. But yeah, Knight of the Reliquary is a reasonable card that we will yeah. probably see some play. And uh, another card that I think, based on some of the changes for the meta, that may see like a really big uptake is actually Voice of Resurgence. 
I feel like we're. Yeah. I feel like in modern that card is going to start to really showcase its ability. Yeah, I think that you're going to see possibly a comeuppance of Gifts Ungiven style decks again. Like, I think the Gifts plan is all of a sudden scary again. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would be very interested to see if we get some sort of crazy loam strategy from way back at, like, GP Hoth. If that starts to rear its ugly head again. Yeah. I can tell you one thing with all certainty. Uh, if Deathrite Shaman is no longer in the format, any deck that I play will have access to white sideboard cards, and in those sideboard yeah. cards will be rest in peace. Yes. <laughs> like, nothing else is a for sure thing about modern for me than that. Well, that's the thing, is if you've always wanted the most powerful sideboard cards, you played white. Yep. Because that, that's what white is contribution. That's the contribution to, to modern is we have the best sideboard cards. Yep. There's green-white creatures and white sideboard cards. Yeah. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. Beautiful. It'll be interesting. So, hopefully you guys are all enjoying your modern and, uh, you know, pouring one out for my homie. <laughs> what do you think, KYT? I, I think I expect Zoo, like Zoo, to play a big impact. I think, yeah. If I had to put money, I think it's going to be the for me. For me, it's the breakout deck. Going to be the the deck of that tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think it's just too fast and too good yeah. um, for now. So. Um, it'll be interesting. I know. I don't know what Alex and company are cooking up. Um, so I have been asked by by certain pro players what I think about Boggle <laughs> heading into the modern. So very flattered by that. Um, <laughs> but it's it's going to be pretty tough if Twin is uh, going to be considered the number one deck in the deck to beat because yeah. it certainly uh, outraces Boggle and and. It plays spells kites out of the board to to really make it difficult for yeah. for Boggle, but it could be one of those under the radar decks because I think it probably has more than a decent matchup against Zoo with between Daybreak Gornet and if you're playing Redux version, Unflinching Courage. Yeah. So yeah. there's that angle. So it could eat like all the other decks and with Rancor and stuff. I, I'm not surprised if I can do well against fairies, but definitely Spell Stutter Sprite is a very, very annoying card to face. Yeah. It counters basically anything in my deck. Yeah. I think that uh, a twin deck playing at least three Anger of the Gods in the sideboard is going to uh, at least mm-hmm. top four of the Pro Tour. Yeah, I could see that. Like, I, I also see them kind of getting a little bit of a hit from, like, the potential, like, that's the thing, is, like, you always hear the, the, the Death of Jund, and I don't think the Death of Jund's anywhere near, because Jund's also got Abrupt Decay, and Abrupt Decay is going to be a very, very powerful card. Oh, yeah. Forward. Oh, yeah. You're going like, to start to see them as three or four. It does nothing ups, to like... Pod. It does, like, it's, I think it's terrible versus Pod, um, because everything you kill just keeps coming back. Yep. Like, it kills Malara. Okay, good for you. You got one. Um, they'll just beat you to death with all of their efficient creatures. Mm-hmm. Uh, but against everything else, you know, it does really well. Like, it kills Wild and Cattle. It kills pretty much every creature that's going to be in that deck. It kills um, Splinter Twin. It does, you know, important things like it. Yeah. I think that's going to be a very strong card and can't be countered. And it deals with Bitter Blossom, which there might be a lot of people who are just going to be very excited that Bitter Blossoms are out there. White Black Tokens can also be very, very scary with all the hand, like, denial that they can play. I'm really excited for this. Yeah, it's going to be sweet. <laughs> yeah, I may, I may or may not uh, go to GP Richmond, which is modern. So, um, depending on if I if I gather a deck I'm comfortable with and if it fits my schedule. So, 
Definitely interested. Like I'm either playing my pet deck or Zoo, which I which I cashed at GP Toronto. So um, I'm comfortable with either, and I'm excited to see Zoo do well. And Zoo Pod and, and Twin. That's what I'm expecting the top eight to be con- consist of for now. And yeah, I'm like those being surprised. the three pillars. Yeah, yeah, and like I'm I'm with I'm with uh, Jeremy. I don't think Berries is going to be one of the better decks in the tournament, but we'll see. Hey, remember when uh, Ferris was really good because it played all these amazing spells and it didn't have access to Snapcaster Mage? <laughs> I'm just saying. Remember, remember that? <laughs> like, one of my biggest, like, gauges is, like, when Marcel Zafra, super fairy sicko, sure. looks at it and says, I don't think fairies is that good in modern. Like, he was the person I thought he would be running in the streets. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I think he's excited for Bitter Blossom. Yeah. I'm excited. I got a Bitter Blossom one week ago today for 10 bucks. Sick. Yeah. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, uh, I don't know. It's, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be interesting to see how this all plays out, folks. Let's yeah. just call the whole thing off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At the same time, I'm, like, stressed for, like, the Pro Tour players because it's really tough for them to, um, like, they could they could be one of the better players, but if they make one wrong deck choice because the metagame's, like, pretty pretty wide open, it's, like, they're going to have a bad day. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's going to be tough. It's, like, uh, I, I, yeah, I don't know. It's, a, it's really a really tough spot to be in with, like, two weeks, just two weeks to prepare, basically. <laughs> The jam as many games, and you have to master the limited format. So that's that's gonna be a challenge and something to see. So about that limited format, um, you pre-released this weekend? Yeah, I, I did two of them. Holy schmackers! What did you did you pick blue both times? Uh, so I decided to pick blue the first time because I wanted to win. I just thought that it would give me the instant spells to give me the edge. Mm-hmm. Uh, four won that. Uh, opened a pretty decent. A, more than a decent pool had Keepsake Gorgon, had Ashiok, had, and I played the, the blue promo, uh, Arbiter of Ideal, I think it's called. Yeah. Which is pretty yeah. sweet. 6 6 flyer. And, uh, you know, crushed almost everyone except the guy who was able to turn to or deal me on, um, what's that heroic guy? Jeremy, help me out. That, which uh, one? Get, the white one that gets plus, like, all, like the whole. The Hoplite, like the white Hoplite? Yeah, the, the, yeah, and, yeah. Is, is he favorite Hoplite, or which Hoplite is he? He's one of the Hoplites. With, with, with a red ordeal on it, had a turn two, was able to, like, you know, make his guy super big and, and kill yeah. my Ashiok at the same time. Like, my turn three Ashiok with a blocker, because he was able to play the Rage, and also <laughs> God's, God's willinged it, pro-blue. Yeah. So yeah. he was able to, like, attack me, and then blow up the rage to kill my Ashiok at five, and I'm like, wow. Like, I was almost not going to lose from that spot, except for those combination of cards, that combination of cards. But uh, ordeals are still really fucking good when you have them on turn two, especially when they're the, the red one or, like, the blue one. Ones that, like, really have a big... Like, even the white one in a race situation just, just puts swings the race so far in the other direction. And then you have a really big guy. So um, that, that's how it went. And then I decided to pick the red one for 
Um, the, the second one I played because I thought the red promo was the best one. It's the most exciting one. But I opened the, the red uh, faded conflagration or whatever, which is yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. triple the red. Triple red for the five, yeah. for five damage to creature or planeswalker. Right, Scratch so that was the issue. That was in my in my I don't know what pack what type of pack they call it, like the special booster pack that's supposed yeah. to come with like um a rare of the co- your chosen color. So that was it and it's just like okay and uh, and the dragon's double red itself and I'm looking at all these other spells and I'm like okay one of the better red commons in the set is 3 damage but it's also double red. And then my the, my red was just not deep enough and I know a lot of people um when they pick a color I guess they you know, you more than hope to be able to play that one. I know yeah. a lot of people think the whole choice thing is stupid. I actually really wanted to play red, but my pool just couldn't support it. So I was disappointed. Like, I ended up playing blue again, uh, which, you know, I didn't really want to. I just wanted to attack. I didn't really want to do, like, a temple-type game. I just wanted to bash with the dragon, um, open a, a more subpar uh, a pool on that day, so went three two, um, and but in both of my pools, I had perplexing chimera, which is one of the more interesting, very cool card, head scratching cards when you play it. Mm-hmm. Um, for our listeners, it's um, three three for five four colors in the blue, and when you play it, at that point, any spell that your opponent plays. You can just switch. Uh, you just give them the Chimera, and you can control that spell or take that creature or permanent, um, which is pretty sweet, um, right, Jeremy? And I uh, yeah, was, yeah, you can do all kinds of like crazy things with it, and it's it's definitely like the one that you call the judge about. And I thought like it was only good when you're slightly ahead, because when you're slightly ahead, you just play it, and then they're like, "Fuck," because like any spell that they're trying to get themselves back ahead, you just give them a 3-3 and you take it. Like, take their... Uh, they can't play a bomb because you're just going to steal it. And But it is annoying even when, like, in the early game, you just play it early because you could just leave it there and just switch uh, with... Like, at that point, they can't play a bomb. It's hard for them to play a bomb because yeah. you could just switch it. So it 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 plays all these, like, weird games, like... That you have to play around it, and then for me, like even if I slam it, I'm like, oh man, I have to steal. But then they play a key spell, like when I was playing uh, William Blondin, he played um, a threaten effect, portent of uh, portrayal, yeah. and I'm like, fuck, to like it was gonna kill me. So I'm like, fuck, I have to give them the three three, and now I'm I'm like screwed because now he can stop me from playing any spell to get uh, myself out of that hole. So. Very, very interesting card once it's on the field. Yeah. Um, but no, other than that, it played out the same way. It's uh, how do you feel about ha- having to pick your own color, Jeremy? Do you think that's lame? Do you think you know it's it's tired now, or do you enjoy that aspect? Well, I liked it for Return to Ravnica because it really had like this feeling of Return to Ravnica, like you know, like kind of what I'm, I'm saying there. Is that like you were you were representing a guild and you were you were running the maze you were doing all of these things you know you were you were really going towards that central goal and in this set you're not so it's kind of like the pre-release is the one time that 
they are supposed to kind of put flavor ahead of of the tournament, like the the way that things play out. And it's like the flavor, like they have this tool, but it's not the right time for the tool. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense, like when they had the first one down, like they were doing like you know kind of the play on like the the five classic roles, like you know you had your hero, you had your philosopher, you had your you know like the wizardy type thing and it's like represented the hero cards that you'd get type and i thought that was kind of neat and they kind of assigned a color to it but like they come to this and it's like you know they've just got new heroes and they've got another color thing and it's just you know like you could probably do it once but the second time just didn't work for me like it should have been almost like a, a two color type thing like maybe you represent the minotaurs or the zombies or the humans of like the three different human groups and stuff like that or you know, like, you kind of play it along those angles, and mm-hmm. you give them, like, a blue-green type thing like that, but, like, even that, like, do you actually need that? Like, no? Like, that's that's not the point of it. It's supposed to be, you know, building yourself up for games day where you challenge the Hydra or challenge the Minotaur army in this one here. So, I, I don't know. I, I think the pre-release pack is, it, it's, it's, it's done with this. Like, they should have done something else. They should have taken it one step further. It's just, this is, like, they are reusing the old one. Like maybe they had extra boxes kicking around or something like <laughs> Jeebus made an interesting point. And he's like, it's, it, it worked really well for, um, you know, like the, the guilds and stuff. Yeah. And it was flavorful and it worked and it fit and it was great. And now it just feels like you're forcing it into a box. <laughs> you're forcing yeah. the box to be a thing and it feels forced. It's very clearly forced. Yeah. Like it's, like, it was surprising to hear at the world-building panel for Theros at, like, PAX last year that the system that they would use for the first set for Theros, where it's like you get your you get your generals, then you do the one thing that gets you the other card, and then you get to play in the one event that you use those cards to fight the overwhelming force, that they were just going to copy-paste that for all three sets. Like, I thought that was, like, really weird, but it's like, okay, well, you know, if, like, they make it, if they add some other stuff to it, and, like, when the first set came out, it was like, I kind of liked what they were doing. I thought it was really neat and everything like that. But this set just, this set just doesn't seem to carry it over. Like, it doesn't feel like the story's progressing. It doesn't feel like it. And, again, this is pre-release, so pre-release is flavor overall, and I just don't feel like the flavor is progressed. Mm-hmm. I just want to be able to play the damn color I, I picked so it's like it makes it makes the choice like bleh like if I'm not able to even play the color I, I wanted to right that's the um or like if I felt like playing green fatties like you know please <laughs> have it work out for me um I did learn a lot though I still have um a lot of my GP and I think PTQ success most of it maybe 90% of it has been constructed and limited, I still have a long way to go um, when it comes to deck construction. Um, knowing that, so I'm 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 the type that looks at a card and I think probably evaluates everything in sort of like a vacuum. In that, like yeah. Vaporkin, like I'll just snap play Vaporkin. This is a common mistake that I did, and and will probably continue to do, but hopefully <laughs> less. Is just plug Vaporkin in in almost any deck because by itself, it's in a vacuum, it's a pretty damn good card. But it just doesn't fit in every single type of deck. It doesn't fit in a deck that's trying to maybe ramp up and, and go big. And yeah. so I, I start to put these, like, Vaporkin's, like, my only early aggro threat. And it does, like, win me some games where my opponent just is slow. And it, so it's really, 
it was hard for me to learn that and it's still hard for me to see the reason why it's bad but i just know it it just doesn't make sense and there's a lot of games where you know i'm a ramp deck that drags the game long and i'm playing a vaporkin and then they have like a nessium asp or like a 4-4 horizon scholar that makes my vaporkin shit so um you know, I got to realize that. So I still have a long ways to go to. And so GP Montreal, hard pressed to continue my streak, but I'll keep learning. Yeah, like it's one of those things where it's like sometimes like sometimes you've got room in your deck to have like the chump check, right? Like sometimes you can just have like that vapor cannon. It's like, you know, my whole game plan might be over the fact that they just don't have any way to deal with flying. And mm-hmm. I'm just going to drag this game out for, you know, seven, eight turns. And maybe that's just enough that, you know, with some other attacks, the Vaporkin just wins the game. But sometimes you just throw it out there and they have an answer for it immediately. And you're like, okay, well, I'm going to play my game plan. But the one part where it hurts is like if your game plan is underdeveloped because you've been dedicating slots to these chump checks. Right. So, yeah, it's like if you got the room for it, it's cool to do it. But you don't got the room for it. You know, you 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 penalize yourself. You hurt yourself. Yeah. So that card and the two one in black for three. Those are the two cards that I almost that I've often played. Probably two of the commons that that find themselves in my draft or or sealed decks the most. And I'm not always in a deck where they should be in there. Sometimes I'm playing like a blue black control deck, and those guys just kind of suck and don't go with the game plan that I'm going for. So, um, you know, hopefully I'm getting slowly getting better at that, and uh, that's going to be important for the GP. Very. So, how do you feel about the limited format as a whole, like, with the exposure that you've had to it? Um, like, has it gotten better? Is it the same? Is it a little different? Like, what? where are you at? Um, so far, I feel like it, a, lot of, a lot of my friends think it's a lot better than straight Theros. But uh, for me, I felt it was pretty much the same. Um, the, I, I was playing blue both times, so, like, the blue, I only got to play, like, inspired with the blue common, which is the 2-1. Um, when, when he untaps, you get to give a creature minus 3, minus 0. But I wasn't playing an aggressive blue deck, so that effect yeah. just never mattered. Yeah. And, and I was also playing a lot of blue guys in my second pool because I had a master wave, so I was playing every single dumb blue permanent that I had. <laughs> yeah. Just to make, like, overall, my deck sucked because of it. But I thought felt like I needed to do it to win some games, and you know it did pay off. And so, but overall, some of the new instants are is very exciting, like um, the bounce spell that uh, allows you to. It's like the one mana reflection helix or whatever refraction. Yeah, it's like an uncommon, or is it a common? Might be even a common. Gives your guy the ability to tap and bounce a creature, and then like you can trigger inspired. Yeah. Um, tr- triggering the Inspire with the 6-6 six, six, um, promo was definitely really exciting. And there are some really scary cards in this format. Like, the red in common, I said, was the scariest guy to face. Because yeah. his heroic is, like, a zealous, zealous conscript. Yeah. So it's like, fuck. Like, I played the 6-6, six, six, and, like, it's my only flyer. I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, if he untaps and plays, like, any spell, and he has, like, two or three cards in hand, or draws one that just targets that, I'm done for. So that's yeah. really, really scary. So it, it adds some interest, uh, but uh, it's, it's, it's felt like more of the same to me, and, and you really still need to open um, 
Jeremy, did you, I forget, did you make the judge team? So you're not playing or are you playing? I have actually been approved to judge in okay. Montreal, so I will be judging in Montreal. I, th- I think you definitely still need like an above average pool to, to X2 or X1 because um, there are some powerful, powerful spells. Like there's some pools I've seen that just can't win. So it's, it's more of the same. I, I think Jay would be the type to really shit on, on this format. Yeah. Whereas like I, I'm the type to, you know, got to make the most of what's there and, and really try to win. Uh, but it's more of the same. Well, like, the one thing that I like about it, like, just from the spoiler and, like, on paper, and I don't know if it translated well into the actual tournament, but, like, in plain Theros, there wasn't a lot of interaction. You know, it was like, you build up your guy, they build up your guy, and creatures bang into each other, and that was kind of, like, the game plan. Uh, you could go evasion, but you you rarely were, like, casting spells to destroy things. Like, you, you had them and stuff like that, but it wasn't a big deal. Whereas it seems like this set is very, very interactive. Like, you have ways to tap things, bounce things, kill them a dozen different ways. Um, like, it just, it seems like that. Like, green still seems like it's on, like, a, a beatdown plan, but, like, yeah. you know, you've got, like, the white tapper that's, like, a fireball tapper. You've got, you know, the, the crazy black and red removal spells, which there are very many, it seems like. Yeah. Uh, Blue's got, you know, the new bounce trick. Yeah, it's got new counter spells. It's got... Things like that. So it's like, I really kind of like that aspect because a lot of people were saying, hey, it's Avacyn Restored over again. And the biggest thing with Avacyn Restored was there wasn't a lot of interaction. It was all about just banging creatures. Huge guys together. Yeah. And I felt like Theros was like that, but I agree. And I think yeah, we, yeah. we covered that briefly, right? Like, like it, well, there's way more removal in this set. Way yeah, more. yeah, definitely. So that's good. Yeah, def- definitely a lot more removal. I, I played a bunch of the black common destroy target untapped creature. A fair bit. I drowned in sorrow in my deck, so so it made for interesting games. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Did you eye gouge anything? Did I eye gouge anything? Yeah. Enlighten me. <laughs> it's the the black instant common target creature gets minus one minus one till end of turn. If it's Cyclops, destroy it. I gouge. No, no. I did not. I don't even. I don't think so. No. Wow. I'm excited to die gouge something. Yeah, it seems like it's going to be fun. Yeah. <laughs> but fuck, I lost to the, the, the red dragon is just unbeatable. The red dragon? Yeah, because when you... Like, it's okay, like, the fact that it can shoot things. Yeah. But uh, it's just yeah. the fact that if you have... If the rest of your team is just dumb, shitty guys, the yeah. fact that they're also unblockable means that you're... You can do like ten damage when you attack with, with at least at least minimal ten, and it's just like fuck, just swings the race completely. Um, yeah, but I'm looking forward to that. Like I'm playing tomorrow. I'm po- possibly playing a release sealed, so I don't think I have to pick a color again, right? For release, no, release, release sealed. Okay. You are actually you are opening packs. Yeah. <laughs> I think Thank you're God. opening packs and. The whole, like, thematic thing is they'll have a poster with a riddle of some sort, and you have to figure it out. And then you get a card for that, and a little Moto Chibi, oh. or a, not a Moto Chibi, but a, a Planeswalker Points Chibi. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, okay, one last thing, uh, one last cool thing I did uh, was the 4-4. I didn't know if it was good or not, like, the 4-4 in blue that cannot attack unless you bounce an aura back into your hand. Yeah, okay. I was having fun in one game because I, I drafted... Like well, not, I didn't draft. I opened 
a few of the of the cantripy um, auras, uh, like okay. the one that gives you flying and draw a card, the ones that the one yeah. that green that gives you mana and draws a card. So it was kind of fun. I'm like, okay, attack, bounce this, post combat, play this, draw a card. Like the guy, the other, my opponent was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so that that was interesting. I'm not. I, I did misplay a lot with the the blue enchantment because I forgot at least one game. I forgot, like, it made my guy a liability in terms of making it a Vapor Kid oh, yeah. that yeah. It's a flyers. Yeah. yeah. It's a Vapor yeah. Kid. And, like, oh, shit. Like, but my opponent didn't notice. Like, I left a guy unblocked, like, untapped, I mean, with that spell, and he had, like, ground guys. And I'm like, he, I, can't, I don't want him to attack here. And he yeah. doesn't attack. I'm like, thank God, he doesn't know I can't block. <laughs> See, I love that card because, like, that's the type of card where, like, you can really, like, punish people. Like, the fact that you can stratus walk at their guy so that your guy's unblockable. Whoa, and you like, draw a card. <laughs> yeah, and you draw a card. It's like, boom! Like, you know, if you're playing, like, the blue-green standard, you know, I'm just gonna play big green things and blue instance. Like, that's, like, a card that can just win the game. Yeah, okay, that's another thing I have to improve on. Which is, like, casting auras or tricks on the opponents to win. That's, yeah. that's, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that card is, like, that card just seems really sweet. Mm-hmm. So, that's for limited. I mean, what I'm excited about the most is standard. Yeah. Because I got an Ottawa PTQ on Valentine's Day weekend that I'm hoping I can escape to. Good luck! <laughs> If if my past six years have indicated, I will not be able to go. But uh, <laughs> I'll try my darnest is, and, and is, make it. Work. Is it on Valentine's Day? Um, I think the Valentine's Day is the Valentine's Friday? Day is the Friday, so it's the Friday. Yeah. Okay. So it's not like you can like, you know, <laughs> tell the lady like, "Hey, we're gonna go on an exciting weekend to Ottawa. We no. can see, you know." The government buildings, and we can hang out in some park thing that's all Ottawa. Yeah, yeah, like hang out when, like while I'm playing a tournament. <laughs> no, that's when she goes for oh. her spa day. Oh, okay, okay. So you sit there, but unfortunately, I don't think her parents are going to let her go away for the weekend with you to Ottawa because <laughs> Ottawa's pretty. Old I understand place. that. That's pretty far away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I've actually, uh, before on, on the show, I, I talked a bit with uh, CVM because uh, he was playing, uh, when he was on, he was talking about how he was playing Brad Nelson's Mono Black. And he did, I think, uh, top 16, 16 with, with his list. And I top aided uh, my PTQ with that, that list and also uh, top 12, the GP. So it was interesting to get his thoughts because, you know, one of my things, main things coming out of, um, uh, looking at these Born of the Gods uh, cards, is does Bob Blight help or actually hurt Mono Black Devotion? Because now the the Pack Rat plan is is less effective, and it gives other uh, decks like Blue Black a tool to to kill uh, Pack Rats without having to rely on something really slow like Ratchet Bomb. So talking to him, he actually like says that Pack Rat is shit now. I basically just cut rat for zombies and worked in blights is what he told me. So that's that's really interesting. It's gone to to that point to the fact that he's actually um we know him as like the green red monsters guy a few weeks yeah. ago 
and he's telling me he's planning to play blue white oh, yeah. this upcoming SCG yeah. because he thinks Temple, Nullify, and Brimaz are the real deal. And I talked to Alex, he thinks uh, Brimaz is a very interesting cyborg card for the blue white control deck. Oh, um, yeah, absolutely. Soldier. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. The card is just nutty. Like, it. It's a threat that needs to be answered, and you're not going to have any answers when you're playing against blue-white control, because I certainly would hope that you'd side them all out. So, the card that actually worries me the most, because... So, I've been playing Standard on the beta for, like, two weeks. Fuck you! (laughs) And, like, that's the thing. I have the beta, and I've just been completely oblivious to the fact that I could be doing this. Uh, You should probably make sure that uh, you read your email. Um, Did you reapply for the beta when that whole thing happened? Uh, well, I just, like, I just recently got it. Okay, so you're okay. So, yeah, yeah, there was an email that got sent out two weeks ago, and it was basically, like, it's just gonna, basically, yeah. Um, so, I've been playing with, uh, these Born of the Gods cards, and it's been pretty awesome, because you need to, like, test them, right? Like, that's, that's the way it works with the bit. You need to try all the interactions and all that sort of stuff, but... Suffice to say, you they set you up and you've got all the basically they open it up for a couple weeks and you've got yep. play sets of everything in standard and play a pile of different standard matches. Oh my god. So like all of the decks that are coming out on Star City, loading them all up and trying everything out, and you know, all of the you can tell that some of the decks are more tested than others. Um it's really interesting to kind of watch the progression in the list as you play them out. So like Best best way for me to compare it is you. So you play like Reed Duke's Prime, uh, or Profit was it Profit Bant? Yeah, yeah. You compare that. that you compare that to the Profit Bant list that Patrick Chapin posts two weeks later. Mm-hmm. Patrick's list is much better. Ooh. Yeah. So it's so it's interesting where you know you you kind of look at it that way and and you can see the progression and and like even myself like I started with the list um, basically as CVM recommended I was playing a pile of red green. And uh, like Xenagos is just great, right? Like yeah. the god is really good, and I'm excited for him. so I kind of looked at it from the perspective of uh, I started with the fanatic Xenagos in the three drop slot, and it was great. And like at first, everybody, you know, like he was even super good against mono black, you know, because it's like, yeah, fuck no, no, I don't want to haste that guy, you know, yeah, have your four four, and then you realize that you can't kill it with bile blight, and so like, <laughs> oh, I guess that's a thing, um, but. What what I'm finding is like I'm even now I've ditched them all together like like you said Jeremy I mean it's a negative ability because it's giving yeah. your opponent's choice so I've just straight replaced all of them with uh, coursers yeah and how's courser been <laughs> in a deck with Domri raid pretty good okay yeah 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 like <laughs> those, those those two seems like they might be friends so it's uh so it's neat like I I've been playing a lot of different decks you know green white bant uh, bant control um. Blue, white, green, red. Yeah, I, I'm not uh, even like some of the more like white-based devotion decks. So like the green-white aggro decks look pretty good, and the blue-white devotion decks look pretty good. The ones that are basically all in on uh, like Brimaz and Efera yeah. and all that sort of stuff, and they're pretty good too. Detention Sphere is a very, very good card out of that deck. Yes. Um, but anyway, so we were talking about blue-white and and why this is relevant is the card that makes blue-white actually really stupid, like main deck, Faded Retribution is such a blowout. Is it? Is it, like, at seven mana, it's not unplayable? No. You gotta figure, like, so as a... As a 
so as a red green player, right? As like yeah. a as like a red green monsters player. Yeah. I really just wanted to play against blue white all day. Yeah. Right? Like pre rotate like pre pre Born of the Gods, that was like the gift matchup. Yeah. Because I just overload all the removal, their last breaths are shit, and I just kill them, right? Um they don't have a lot of good answers for your planeswalkers. It overstresses them, and so on. You you can easily have you know two three planeswalkers on the table post board a pile of creatures, and they wrath, and then you're just like boom, I've got all this shit still. Enter faded retribution. So, turn seven, where they're either going to hit a rev for four, yeah, right, to try to pull them back in the game, yeah, or they're just going to wrath your entire board and your entire speed. Board. It's like you see the, the, the turn the turn seven all minus two Jace to get rid of Jace and it's like oh fuck me. Yep. Like, <laughs> yep. And so it's so it's crazy, right? Like yeah. it is it, it actually is a very, very big, big card for that deck. Um and it's it's gonna do some pretty good things. So uh green red is great, but um like it the only deck that I seem to have trouble with is if blue white hits faded retribution. So it's it's weird, right? Because like you were talking about the the mono black situation, and I think we're going to see a lot of white blue to begin with. And I think that's you know you're going to see some people that remain on level zero, right? Yeah. This is a discussion that you know Patrick's had in a lot of his articles, and I think it was in Next Level Magic too when you're talking about metagaming. Yeah. Um, and it's like level zero is play the best deck from the previous format, just update it. Yeah. So you're going to have some mono blues you're gonna have some mono blacks you know you're gonna have you know blue whites obviously you know and some of the old standouts but mm-hmm. yeah then you kind of have to go to the next level and you okay so what beats that right or or you know how much of that is actually good yeah so if you look at you know mono black and maybe they tune a mono black deck you know like we said dropping some pack rats playing you know because they're worse against the removal suites but coincidentally a lot of that removal suite also fucking destroys mono blue like that yeah. match that used to be close is not fucking remotely, mm-hmm. not remotely. Bile blight changes that changes that matchup in ways that, and plus drown in sorrow as well changes yeah. that matchup in ways that mono blue is not ready for. Like they just they they can't win. It's nearly impossible, I believe, for them to win. So like bile blight, like because they rely on on committing with a pile of different permanents, all of them with like multiple mana symbols, right? Because that's what they need to do to get their shit online, but. Yeah. You can kill all the Nightfell Spectres in one shot. You can kill, like, you can kill Master, all the tokens, like, whatever you want to do, no problem. So, Mono Blue gets worse. Uh, the the aggro decks seem like they could be fairly good, you know? Like, the Green Whites and the Brimazes and all that sort of stuff. But as good as all those cards are, their card advantage is actually shit um, to Supreme Verdict. So, okay. like, the Blue-White decks are going to clean up all of that nonsense. So yeah, right. If Black's moving towards a little bit more of an aggressive role, then they're probably not going to be able to out card advantage blue white anymore. Yeah. So that makes blue white good, right? And you have to start looking at that, and and that's that's where I'm that's what I'm starting to see develop on the beta and playing all these different decks. It's like certain you you kind of can predict uh, at some point these decks will fall off. So yeah. mono blue in its current state will fall off. Uh, it may go to blue-white. We've seen some blue-white lists that are trying to splash in, run Polis as well. 
Arafara, God of the Polis, with detention spheres for removal, you know, not quite as explosive, but a little bit bigger. You know, so that that's a possibility. Um but your traditional mono color decks are probably not gonna be as good. Okay, so that's why I'm looking at Green Red, because the only deck that Green Red really had major, major, major problems with was Mono Blue. And Mono Blue is gonna be beat out or changed to be not quite so oppressive. And we got some pretty sweet sideboard cards as well for that deck, which are nice. Yeah. Um, which basically leaves blue-white as now a not-excellent match. There are still draws that you get that just punish blue-white. Like, if you can kill them before they can untap for seven, you win. Yeah. <laughs> right? Um, but yeah, so it's interesting. It depends on what level you're on and where you're at and what week the levels are being considered and all that jazz. But all of the decks that I've been playing against are fun as hell. Yeah, well, I'm I'm just excited to play around. Like, I really want to. Uh, I'm I'm really excited to kind of take like you. I, I think Brad Nelson was playing on Star City. He was playing the like the 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 green red devotion deck, but he was going green blue. So like mm-hmm. you know, just go crazy on that kind of stuff. And where I want to go is I want to just go like absolutely ridiculous. I want to go with like a rug devotion deck, and I want to play like a full play set of the untapped target land guy and the untapped target permanent guy. Yeah. And then just go nuts on devotion and have like on the blue side of things. I've got the uh, uh, oh my goodness, I'm terrible with names of cards. Uh, bounce all the permanents. Cyclonic rift. Cyclonic rift. And on the red side, I want the one the fireball. <laughs> Fanatic Amogus. No, nope. not Fanatic Amogus. Uh, it's a girl card. Oh, clan defiance. Shoot. Clan defiance. Yeah. And I just want to go kapow kapow and just make infinite manas, and like even have like Pelucronoses that it's just like oh, I'll cast Pelucronos and then I'll monstrous it for twelve and kill your board because all I'm doing is untapping Nithos all the time. Gotcha. Yeah, so I, I want to kind of do something like that. Um, I always have like this bad habit of just wanting to play with like the most ridiculous card in the set and try and make a deck to make it work. And there's a part of me that wants to try and figure out if there's a way to make, like, some sort of zoo deck around Tremanticore work. Because that card is actually just ridiculous if you can cast it. In Limited, I'm sure it's an excellent card. <laughs> In Limited, this, this is going to be my this is gonna be my jam. Alright. Yeah, like, if I open this thing up in any draft, I will be playing 5-color Chromanticore. Like, without Shadow of a Doubt. Uh-huh. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm really excited for that guy. But, like, I think Cura <laughs> and stuff like that, like, there's just a lot of, like, really neat things that you can do with, like, Green Devotion. Uh, and then, you know, obviously, like, Red Green, I just want to play Red Green. I just want to play Xenoghost and beat the crap out of people. It's really, really good. Yeah, it seems like it. Yeah. Man, uh, Scott, you mentioned, like, Chapin's uh, articles. Like, his two articles with all those bruises, like, making me go, like, oh, man, I just want to try every single one of these. Yeah. Yeah. Just to see how far he got. Yeah. Like you mentioned, like how how good is his profit bad deck overall? Uh it's pretty good. It it basically is able to play straddle both roles fairly well, uh, except against straight blue white. Like okay. it doesn't out control the control deck very clearly. Mm-hmm. But you know, otherwise it's fine. Um, you know, it does these broken big things, which is sweet. I like the fact that it's a little bit more down to earth and a little bit more threat heavy by playing cards like Angel of Serenity and Archangel of Thune. Um, 
than uh, than Reed's deck. Like Reed really wasn't all in on Courser either, which I think was a mistake. Like any deck that you like, the thing that I really like is Courser has a lot of different impacts. Um, Courser, Ooze, and uh, Archangel Athun are all fucking unreal together. Yeah. Right. So you really like building a deck to capitalize around all of that stuff seems really good. But the question is, is it just green white and you sacrifice card advantage or do you sacrifice creature density and, you know, splash the blue? Like these are all questions you need to answer for yourself and you, it's, it's totally season of flavor. But I like, you know, I, I like the fact that, uh, you Chapin seems like he's a little bit more up to date with the cards and what they're doing now. I don't know whether Reed put those up before we got the full spoiler though. So like in his defense, right? Not to mention, yeah, like, yeah. that was like his last article, and then he's on full test mode. Yeah, and I imagine that his teammates would prefer if he didn't spill all the beans. Truth. Truth. Yeah, because he's he's a smart guy. Yep. So yeah, I love me some new standard. It's just been good. It's been good. You guys should play it. I I, I intend to now. I very much want to. I'm excited. <laughs> um, I'm also excited for Montreal because I'm all locked in for that. Um, I unfortunately was looking at flights and trying to get there so that I could be on this train. And the only way I can make it work with work is I'm going to fly in on the red eye. Oh, God. Yes. You, and you're, so you're will... doing this? Yes. Yeah, so Thursday night, <laughs> I go to the airport at 11 p.m. I jump on a plane to Calgary. And then at like one o'clock in the morning, I jump on a plane from Calgary that gets into Toronto at 6 a.m. And I'm hoping that somebody can pick me up from the airport and take me to the train. Because uh, <laughs> then I'll jump on the train and then I'll get there around two o'clock. And oh then God. I have to judge that evening, I believe. So are you bringing like an eight ball of cocaine to stay awake for this entire time? No, or... I figured I could get that on the train, honestly. <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> the degenerates that are going to be there, somebody's going to be able to hook me up, or I'll just drink a case of Red Bull, because I haven't touched that stuff in years, so it'll work. I guess. Yeah, so... Um, yeah. That'll be fun. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, Alex, like, Alex Bianchi and uh, Matt are going to be there, and this weekend is the uh, Super Sunday Series, which he'll be playing at, which is... Uh, That's at Wizards this weekend? Yes. yes. Wow. And it'll be also streamed. The entire thing's going to be streamed. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So our Jeez. boy has a chance to shine. That's going to well, be awesome. Uh, local Albertan crazy guy who's very popular on the Facebook things, Andre Crosby, is also in that tournament. Oh. Yeah. I wonder how many people qualified. It's Probably just like, lots. Yeah, it's the number of GPs, right? Yeah, yeah. That that were there last year, so quite a number, but uh, pretty awesome. Wow! Like they said, they'll start off Saturday morning with the draft. I think is the the last tweet uh, I've seen Wizards uh, make. So, yeah, I'm not too sure what the the format is. I know that they were new standard, and they're allowed to have proxies. Oh, really? What I was told. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's one of the gods. Theros Theros draft is going to start that off Saturday morning. Yeah, like, I just, I know uh, Andre was asking, like, okay, I'm allowed to use proxies for a Born of the Gods standard. 
So it's like, okay. I'm, Holy I'm shit. sure basically they're submitting their lists and they'll just get the bill. Yeah, I imagine that the cards will just show up, one would hope at least. So Randy Bueller and, and Marshall are doing the coverage, yeah. and Reed, Owen, and Mahara are among the 42 competitors. Ooh. Yeah. Really? Star studded. Jesus. Come on, Alex, you can do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty sick. Good for them. Yeah, if new standard, wow. That means we're going to get to see, that, that means everyone's going to get to see what these guys bring to the table, and that's going to have a huge impact on the metagame in my PTQ of the week after. I would so. think so. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, like, people will I, be watching the SCG, but I don't think that's going to matter half as much as fucking this tournament. I, I kind of like that the Magic guys are kind of, like, going in there, and it's like, you know what, SCG kind of stole our thunder from, you know, for trying to break the format before the Pro Tour, so we're going to do something exciting right in front of it. <laughs> so you know it's like do a competing stream at that time period I think that's a pretty cool thing to do yeah yep I agree first prize is $6,000 jeez you gotta say casual anytime you say something like that casual $6,000 <laughs> that's uh that's, that's some dough huh yeah oh, yeah that's, that's why like uh Maharo decided to fly out to Seattle to compete because it's only well Owen says it's forty five players. So but first in six K prize payout must be pretty decent. So Jeez. Well that's always one of the things that they would push in like even like talking to like Ness and them, they would always say like Sunday Super Series, like it's a ridiculous E V tournament. Yeah. Like it's it's worth like if you scrub out day one, like play it. It's it's good value. So Wow. Well, good luck to all those guys. Good luck to Alex. Fuck, that's going to be crazy. Yep, yep. It's a bonfire! <laughs> Woo! Turn the lights out! <laughs> As for you, Matt. So what else is new and exciting in everyone's lives? Hmm. Jeremy? <laughs> well... Uh, you were talking about on Valentine's Day, you were hoping to find some way to go to Ottawa to uh, play a PTQ. Uh, I will be on that weekend shaving my head, oh, of all things. Good God. Whoa. Yeah. Reason. Reason. Uh, there is a local charity in Alberta here, and it's called the St. Val uh, Valentine's Day Hair Massacre. And what people do is they dye their hair pink, which I've done. And saw that picture. Yeah. And you go out and you collect, uh, you know, collect donations and stuff like that. And then on Valentine's Day, you shave your head. And it's like a uh, charity for the kids' hospital. So they have the Stollery Hospital, which is like our local children's hospital. And it's for them, the Ronald McDonald House, and I think the Northern Alberta Make-A-Wish Foundation. So it's just like a, a really cool thing to do. Like the wife wanted to do it, and I've always had kind of an interest in it, and I have no problem dye my hair pink if I, you know, need to do that to uh, raise some funds, so... It is a mighty pink. Yes, it is. It is, like, it is bright electric pink. It yeah. is pretty awesome. I'll make sure that we uh, get a link to, like, my donation page on there. Uh, I would love to do something with the listeners. If you guys wanted to chip in and then maybe go to the A-Team page and say, hey, I chipped in on this thing, I could probably do some sort of raffle thing. I'm sure I've got some sort of exciting thing here that I could uh, offer up. Jeremy's such a baller. What is cool? What, what 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 would be what would be like really like what says shave head? What's pink? What do we got? Is there anything like cool that I might have? 
I don't know, bro. You know what? This one is dear to me, but I think this is a really cool thing to do. So it's not going to be like a big package, but I have got a German true name nemesis who survived the bands that one person who has donated at least $25 to the cause and puts their name on the Facebook page. We'll, we'll get a little link up on there and we'll make sure Kyle puts a link to my donation thing. So you donate, then you put a thing on the Facebook page. Make sure to like the Facebook page while you're at it, saying, hey, I donated, just so I can make sure I find out who these people are. And one of the things, you know, I'm a scumbag. I don't want to be giving a true name nemesis to, like, my aunt who's just trying to support this thing. A German one, no less. A German one, no less. So it's pretty pimp. I like my pimp cards. That's going to be my gift. So get in there. Get me some donations. Make magic players look good to these. It's a kid's hospital. Like, these are sick kids. It's terrible like i am absolutely dreading going to the hair shaving not because i'm going to get my head shaved but because there's going to be sick kids everywhere <laughs> and it's going to break my fucking heart so, here i thought you were going to turn around and be and i'm fucking going to get sick no 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 like well i i don't know if i want to bring my daughter but i have to because <laughs> my wife's doing the exact same thing she's dyed her hair pink she's going to shave her your head wife too. shaving her head too yeah absolutely we're doing wow. it as yeah wow Hey, like, that's the thing, is that I'm fortunate that my daughter, in her eight months, you know, we've gone to the Stollery a couple times, and, like, it's, like, to the point where it's, like, it's a long drive, it's really pain in the ass for us to get to, Yeah. but when we take her there, she gets taken care of well. That's good. Um, you know, we take her to other places, and it's not so great, and, you know, we've never had any sort of extended stay there, but, uh, God forbid, we'd have to, mm-hmm. so, you know, I just want to make sure that those guys are taken care of because uh-huh. they're going to take care of us or, you know, hopefully they never have to. So if you want to be cool, if you want to get a German true name nemesis or at least a chance at it, $25 donation, we'll make a post on the 18 Facebook page and you can be like super awesome and help out the little kids. Shit. Yeah. Bam. Bam. That's impressive. Oh, a German true name nemesis. How hard did you work for that? The German true name nemesis? Yeah. I gave Sal a lot of money. And that, by that's money, how I... you mean like sloppy no. blowjobs. <laughs> you mean like gusty employment is what you're getting at here. <laughs> no, no, just lots of money. <laughs> Yikes. Mental imagery I will never get back. That is one small part of my brain that is now corrupted. <laughs> <laughs> Victory! Oh, no, no, nobody wins there. <laughs> so, yeah, that's uh, that's going on. I have uh, pink hair, which is kind of cool. Um, being in construction and having pink hair has uh, garnered a lot of interesting responses. Um, the old guy's looking at me saying, why pink? Yeah. Um, one guy that I got into a little bit of a heated debate with saying that if all it took was pink hair dye for him to suck a dick, that maybe he should just go suck a dick. Um, because it sounds like, you know, the, the barrier to entry is pretty, uh, pretty shallow for him. Uh, he was insinuating that maybe I wanted to suck a dick cause I had pink hair. Um, so yeah, <laughs> that one's pretty witty. Yeah. So yeah, it's been good. Good. It's been positive. well i'm glad to hear that nice yeah so yeah i know it's good and uh yeah like i I wanted to get out to the pre-release um i actually am on 
Uh, for whatever reason, I am just like plagued up this year. Uh, so I am on the mend from a sinus infection. So that's how I spent my weekend. Uh, that and uh, I got uh, evicted from my usual recording office space because, well, I had a daughter and now she has half of my office. And then my wife kind of casually told me that she gets all of my office. Ah. So I am now setting up in what I like to call the uh, A-Team West recording studio. Okay. And it is my pantry. I've got a little three by three corner in my pantry that I have mounted my 42 inch monitor to the wall. <laughs> I've I might set up. I've got a standing desk set up. I've got the door closed behind me. It's beautiful. It's a nice little spot that I can record in peace. Um, I'm hoping that now that I've kind of got this set up, I'm going to start trying to get because I want to stream and I don't necessarily want to stream because like, Hey, it'll be fun to stream, but I've been trying to like figure out like, what do I need to do to play more magic? Like, how do I, cause it's a matter of like trying to dictate how you're going to spend your free time. Uh, my daughter usually goes to bed about eight o'clock. I like to try and spend like that eight to nine o'clock time trying to jam some magic. And I thought, you know, if I got this little studio thing set up, I can sit there, I can stream, I can play a couple matches every night, and I can just have that be like a thing I do. And if I put it on camera and people enjoy it, then, hey, that's cool. If I put it on camera and it's terrible, well, whatever. But at least I have something that I do. It's set into my schedule. It's something that I want to do with my time. And I I think that might be really cool to do. Can you stream the beta? No. Okay, well. You cannot stream the closed beta. Well, that's unfortunate. Yeah. But it's something that I'd like to do. So I'm I'm trying to figure that part all out once I get everything moved in here cuz like literally I've just been building this office as it goes over the last few days here. Um I actually built it pretty much on a sick day with my uh my sinus infection. Yeah. Uh which led to another sick day because I far exceeded what I should have done on a sick day. <laughs> um I really just ran myself ragged. Uh so yeah. That's sweet. Yeah, it would be nice. The stream streaming is just always a lot of fun. Well, you know, part of it, you are an inspiration to it. Aww. Because I thought that, like, your compulsive research, like, when you were doing your testing for GP Toronto, yep. that idea just, like, it's it's a simple idea. It's, it's, you know, but it blew my mind. It was just, like, you know, like, he's got a scheduled routine of he's going to do this. And, like, the show has just gotten so good. Thank you. Like, I love watching the show. Like, Monday night, um, I used to watch like <laughs> I, I used to watch uh, the Day Nine Daily. I used to watch Fun Day Monday. I loved Fun Day Monday, but you beat Day Nine for me. What? Yeah. So I don't watch Fun Day Monday anymore. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. Thank so, you. No problem. I, I I enjoy it. Like you have great guests. You you have fun. Um, you get mana screwed all the time, so you know everyone can relate, <laughs> and it's beautiful all the time. <laughs> all the time, without fail. Yeah. Yeah. Flutter screw. It's pretty terrible. There you go. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. It's like you should just play Hearthstone or something. It's like I should play Hearthstone. <laughs> I could stream that too. Oh, there you go. You'd actually get people to, you know, like lots of people to watch. Like you, you apparently can, you can be a pylon and play Hearthstone and get like 500 viewers. Yeah, I'd have a pile of people fucking yelling at me. You're doing it wrong. Yep. <laughs> yep, I am. So, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Well, so if, that, if you, uh, if you... The last show was awesome. The last show with Hane? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was good. His sound quality was a little bit better for that one. Do you know how we jury rigged that? Fucking awesome. So, I he Skyped in so that I could share screens, okay? Yeah. And then muted the Skype. And okay. then and then because I pay for Skype, right? Cuz I'm a chump. You called his cell phone. I called his cell phone. Oh, I love it. <laughs> it was I love so it. So funny. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, it was really good. So that's how we figured it out, and we got the sound level spine, and it was way better than uh, than our last AT recording. So, yeah, when I was up north, or even when I actually when I call my mom on Skype, the sound quality is so terrible because she's like literally like on the worst internet possible. Yeah, it might as well be like cannon string uh, in the wall going through the trees. Sure. And what I'll do is I'll put on Skype, mute Skype because you don't want to hear it and put the baby on the camera so that she can see, and then we just talk on the cell phones. Nice. <laughs> yeah. It's it's like old and new. Yeah. Of course, referring to a cell phone as old is kind of mind-blowing at the same time. True. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I'm I'm really excited for that. That was a really cool episode. Hain was so awesome. Like, it's terrible. Like, you know, I wish we could have had, you know, like, just a little bit better quality when we had called him mm-hmm. uh, for the last show, because, you know, we got a little bit of feedback that it was kind of rough on the ears, but uh, if you sat there and you listened to a bit of it and you're like, oh, I can't listen to this because it's too crackly and stuff like that, I-, I would say buck up because that was a lot of fun. That was a really good yeah, episode. Yeah, a lot, a lot so of people missed it. Yeah. John Stern listened to it and said, it, the whole show is just you <laughs> you trolling me. <laughs> That's what he said to Alex. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Uh, I think that's their relationship. Yeah, it's very one-sided. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's uh, it's going to be interesting to see how well they do. They'll do the pro tour. I hope that they can actually like set the daggers aside. Oh well, that's the thing. I think that's you know again that's just part of the relationship. I think they're going to be awesome. I think they're going to kick ass. Nice. Yeah. Wow, a lot's been happening. We asked you what's up, Jeremy, and you gave us uh, <laughs> quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like to talk. I got this cool little studio thing. <laughs> gots to use it. I gots to use. I uh, I think I'm playing Commander this weekend. Ooh. Which is exciting. I'm yes. actually pretty excited. Uh, the last time I was able to play with uh, my crowdsourced Aloro deck, um, it did. I, we all basically, I played three games. I won one of them. Almost won the second one. Um, but uh, it was fine. It was just, it was... Not quite as didn't have the velocity that I wanted. It was very slow and very very grindy. So I've been looking up some other builds and I'm gonna try some stuff out. I uh, I'm not sure I need to be as deep on the pillow fort stuff as I was. Okay. So I think I can cut like because I had like propaganda and righteous aura and ghostly prison and uh fucking there's like seven others or whatever. Like I just there was a lot of them right like uh. Propaganda, Ghostly Prison, Righteous Aura, Force Field, um, and then the Rattlesnake cards too, like No Mercy and Karmic Justice and Martyr's Bond and all that sort of shit. So I think it was just like too many do-nothing cards and not enough card draw. Okay. So I've been looking at some other builds, and I'm, I'm going to see how they work out for me. Um, I'm interested to be running Words of Worship in this deck. I'm trying to find a copy of Words of Waste, but I don't think I have one. And I, I similarly don't think I have a Geth's Grimoire, because that's just, like, the ultimate filth, right? 
So okay, yeah, it might have been the first time someone's referred to that card by that term. But... What? Get, are you kidding? The Geth's Grimoire Words of Waste combo is just like draw a million cards and make everyone else discard their entire hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's obnoxious. I try not to be obnoxious when I play Commander, so I think I'm going to pass that one. But Words of Worship seems really good. So that's just like gain a pile of life and fucking draw a million cards with my commander. So it seems pretty good. Um, <laughs> do you guys need words of worship? Do, do you need to know no. what this does? No. No. KYT? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's like a Sphinx's revelation every turn for all of my mana. It seems really mm. good. Um, since I still have yet to jump on the commander bandwagon, Scott. I need your opinion. So I heard there was a banning, so I want your thoughts on it. There and was. It, does it do anything? Does it matter? Do you even follow it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I we tend to follow the ban list, which makes me sad because Primeval Titan was the best. Um, but, like, there's no question that Sylvan Primordial was the most abusive and disgusting thing ever. Ooh, really? Yeah, it was really, really good. Now, it's too bad because it was, like, I had entire... I had decks... Basically, green-blue decks are just designed to put that into play with uh, Deadeye Navigator and just blow up the world and ramp your deck. Mm-hmm. Um, so they should have actually banned Deadeye Navigator. That, like, no good. It's like Deadeye Navigator and Palancron together. Like, somebody plays Palancron, they're never up to anything good. Deadeye Navigator is very much the same thing. So I'm surprised that that also did not get the axe, because I think for the last, like, year... Those two cards together, Sylvan Primordial and Deadeye Navigator, have been the number one and two uh, tooth and nail targets or defense of the heart targets um, for the last calendar year. Yeah. Okay. So, um, but yeah, I mean, like, it makes sense. It makes me sad because I actually have a Korean one that's altered by Durf with uh, him drawing, he drew Psy on it. So, like, it's because he's the <laughs> Korean Primordial. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually like the most absurd altar I have and it's so good and I love it and now that I can't play it it makes me sad but uh, but I mean like it's totally banworthy card card is broken yeah you you mentioned Durf and uh, I'm actually going to be putting up an article by him uh, coming up uh, in a few hours or so Wow. Oh. called the commander banless is a joke <laughs> <laughs> nice and yeah, he does mention, um, you know, why not uh, increase interaction in the format by banning the enabler cards and make the above cards so abusable, Deadeye Navigator, Survival of the Fittest, and Mind Over Matter, or Commander cards that are never played with fair intentions, generally act as centerpieces for game-winning combos. Truth. Truth. I have played all of those cards for that exact capacity. <laughs> So what Durf needs to do is he needs to go and tap Mr. Gavin on the shoulder uh, at GP Montreal and say, yo, bro, did you read my article? That'd be good, actually. Use his new martial arts skills that he's acquired. Well, it's like Jared Gustadi. He's a big fan because like Gavin is on the rules committee. Like he's one of the commander rules guys. And Jared Gustadi, one of his favorite stories is he sat down to place in commander with Gavin and he had busted out his brand new deck, and he like got like the frickin' like twelve for one chaos orb, and seventy two hours later, chaos orb was banned in command. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, "That's my band. That's the Jared Gustadi band. That one is his." <laughs> That's good. That is good. Yeah. 
So yeah, like it's it's one of those things. Like, but I I I really haven't been playing with like the traditional ban list. I've been doing that whole French ban list thing. I've been doing the thirty life game, and I really enjoy that. And I've gotten a bunch of the guys in my group to now build like the thirty life dual decks. So we've starting to see a bunch of those show up in our local group. And uh, I, I'm loving my white red deck. Um, if I get an Armageddon effect, um, I win. Yeah. If I don't, I don't. Um, but that that's all it's about. And I feel like I'll win more once my German portal Armageddon shows up this week. Oh, just because of the, like, fact... It's so much pimpier. Uh, okay. Yeah, You're riding the pimp train? Oh, absolutely. Like, instead of a card that says Armageddon, it says, Goddamn Right. How can you go wrong? That's right. I'm just going to enjoy it more. Yeah. No, and that's fair. And and it, basically what that's going to mean is you're going to feel better about the times when you draw it and have it in your hand, and you that'll make you in turn feel a lot less bad about all the games that you fucking lose terribly. No, 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 no. I won't lose many. If I have it in my hand, <laughs> it's good. Okay. I'll just mulligan. Just mulligan. I've got two. I spent $200 to buy another arm again and to troll people in EDH. So, like, way too much money. <laughs> So jealous. It's construction money. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's very true. I have a monster meeting tomorrow. So oh, do you? Yeah. Are you going to rock it? Uh, You're going to crush it. I'm going to crush it. I'm going to crush Scotty Max up. But, like, I have a monster meeting tomorrow. Like, really, really big deal. So, uh, yeah. I'm kind of, like, in this strange zen mode right now. Normally, I'm very... I'm anxious for these big ones, you know? Like, I know I'm going to be fine. And it was the same way when I was, like, doing stage work and stuff. It's like you're about to go on, and you're like, you know you're going to be fine, but you're still all nervous, and you got, like, the twisty stomach and all that sort of stuff. So, like, normally I'm like a cat on a hot tin roof. But for some reason, I'm strangely zen tonight. Beautiful, man. So. Just ride that energy. That's what I'm thinking. It's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. These guys have no chance. They have no idea what they're getting into. <laughs> So, yeah. Fuck, you should stream that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we need to sponsor a Google Glass. I'll stream all my sales calls. Yeah, right up to YouTube. You got it. That's awesome. We're at an hour 30 only. This is pretty sweet. Yeah, and we've had like a good episode. I think we've talked about good things and done some really cool things. What are we missing? I feel like there's something we're missing. Kyle, please end it. <laughs> no, Kyle, we can't. So do that. you know what we did. So okay, so there. So hold on. So there's a guy that uh, listens to our podcast. His name Ooh. is uh, Constantine Nunes. Ooh, I've seen. Wow, him. that's a badass name. Okay. And uh, I'm trying to find it. Fuck, I thought I favorited it. I retweeted. Fuck, I'd be it afraid sure. of it. So anyway, so he's uh, uh, he has sent. He did some editing. He went through for all of our episodes. Mm-hmm. And God, you got to be fucking me. And he found all of the times that we ended on uh A-Team karaoke. Okay. And he edited them all together and put them into a download. And no. uh yeah, yeah, and the links on Twitter. I've retweeted it in the past. I'm going to try to find it again and I'll try to retweet it again. Um but it's funny because like I downloaded it to listen to it, and it's really like a lot of the music that I listen to on my phone is streamed through various music streaming services. So yeah. I don't have a lot of actual 
MP3 music on my phone. Okay. Where this, why this gets funny is I actually have that one on my phone and it's like the one MP3 that happens to be in the first directory. So every time I turn on my car and connect to the Bluetooth, it automatically plays it. There it is. I found it. <laughs> and so I've actually listened to this like series of clips for the last week. Uh, a lot. That's awesome. Like a lot. Okay. I'm downloading this. Yeah. Are you going to play it for there, us? There! Um, here. Copy link address. I'll post it here in the show notes. Yeah. So you can download that. and Check that out. Sweet. Kyle has favorited it, so he knows where it is. He's going to put <laughs> it up on this episode for sure. I knew as soon as I retweeted it and fucking Kyle favorited it, I'm like, this is getting on the show this week. I know it. <laughs> But it's pretty funny. It's a good listen. It's not long. But it's pretty good. <laughs> it made me laugh a lot. Beautiful. So everyone's excited for Montreal? Yeah. Yeah. So we've got we've got all that stuff established. I got Spruik set up for, for that. So we gotta uh start pimping the shit out of that. We got Spruik yep. all set up to do his spinning. He is uh he has apparently like an unreasonable amount of uh, energy, endurance, and tenacity when it comes to uh, spinning. So he's actually going to play the entire night. Oh, okay. And I think That's he's awesome. he's booking his he's booking his room actually at that hotel. Okay. So he's actually going to stay at the hotel where the the club is because it's in a hotel. Nice. Not the hotel we're staying at. An actual boss. He is an actual boss. Yes, he's an actual boss. But uh, yeah, it's it's very very sweet. It's it's going to be so much fun. People were asking me. I was talking about it on heavy metal last night. So what's the plan? How does this all work out? What's going down? So I kind of went through that. So you guys can check that out. You probably already have. That was up on Friday. Yeah, you, you should check out heavy meta. Yeah, they're kind of retarded, but we love them just the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. But don't you go up talking shit about my brother. <laughs> so. Oh, man, I love those guys. Yep. Yeah, they're so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you listening to this yet? No, no, I'm, I'm waiting for after the show. <laughs> All right. That's fine. Well, I guess with that, Jay's uh, not back. I think he's gone one more week. We may call yeah. him or whatever, but I'm going to see who we can uh, snag on to uh, jump on the show. If there's anyone that you want to see on the show, we put it up on Facebook. I'm reading all of those things. And uh, and so put it up on our Facebook page or leave it here in the comments if there's someone you want to see on the show. And we'll try to get him up for next week. Yeah. Uh, I know that there was some ask for Tom, some, uh, some Tom Martell coming back, which is nice. Mm-hmm. And uh, there were some other people that were asking for... Okay, I should look. I'll just pull it up. You know who I would like to have on the who show? Who do you want to have on the show? I would love to have Kenji on the show. That's a great idea. I think Kenji would be a lot of fun on the show. That's a great idea. Uh, on my sick day, he had a girly over while he was streaming. Yeah. And the stream was having a lot of fun. Um, trying to get him to do the new subscriber thing uh, yes. while she was there. And uh, I, I subscribed just for Maximum Trolls. Like, I was the first of the, the many. Uh-huh. Uh, because it's like he's got the girl there. It seems like he's kind of blushing and stuff like that. And I wanted him to do the new subscriber dance in front of her. Yep. 
Yeah. So, yeah, it was one that became, like, 15, which was awesome. Good for him. Yeah. Yep. Hey, baby, let's go for dinner. I'll pay with all of the money you just made me. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It was so bad. We're just a pathetic community. It's awesome. It's good. We just rely so heavily on people humiliating themselves. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, so one one of my friends actually subscribed. He did do uh, what we um, what we sang to him in karaoke in Vancouver. Awesome. <laughs> he did the I Want It That Way, but with, with the word subscriber in it, <laughs> to my friend Kenny on stream. And Oh, he did it for, for, for Finny Kung? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone on stream was like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> See, the super awkward part about Montreal is since I'm a level one, um, I did like put in my application that I really want to try and test for level two at uh, Montreal. Uh, but being a level one, I won't be in the main event. Like I, I, I can't judge the main event as a level one. Like that's kind of the unwritten written rule. Uh, but I'm really, really hoping that Kenny gets himself into a side event. Cause <laughs> I, I would love to thank him and have the rest of the tournament. Thank him as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you have to do it. If I can, I will. <laughs> I just need to make the magic happen, my friend. That's good. So, uh, MJ's back writing for Star City. Yeah. Um, it's been a big clean out of everybody from there, obviously. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how that all sits. I'm I'm interested, actually, to see sort of how Channel Fireball starts to, when they start rolling through their new authors, what that's going to look like. And, you know, obviously right now everyone's just focused on sort of testing for the Pro Tour. But uh, I think it's going to be pretty sweet. Well, you've got Chion now, who's also relocated. So he's working there. Mm-hmm. Really? And, wow. yeah, he's, he's, he, he moved to California for his family. He wanted to bring his family and have them, you know, be closer to the grandparents and uh, go to, you know, an American school as opposed to a Caracas school, and uh, yeah, he's he's doing. Uh, he's gonna like be streaming, like so. He's he's hired on to do online content and stuff like that. So nice, uh, very very interesting. But it's 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 showing that Channel Fireball seems like they're taking that next step on the streaming side of things, as well as like the video coverage. So it sounds like they're gonna be doing like duels. Like since Martel's in the area, they're gonna be doing like more of like the versus type videos and stuff like that. So sweet taking a page from Star City Games and maybe taking it a next step further uh, after they've stolen a bunch of their talent, so... <laughs> stolen. <laughs> Straight up jacked. Like, that is the six blue, six colorless spell jack. I, I'm expecting... <laughs> I'm actually expecting... Uh, I don't know. I can't think of the names that they would take, but I'm expecting, like, an SEG announcement or, like, a, a bunch of new guys after the Pro Tour that they're going to sign, I think. That's what I'm... Yeah. I'm thinking it's going to happen. So that's going to be interesting. And, and definitely TG, TCG player is still very much a player. And it's going to be interesting who, if they do any moves themselves um, in the near future. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Lots of exciting things. Yep. And a pro tour. <laughs> we, oh, yeah, we got to do a draft. Oh, oh a pro tour draft? Yeah, we, yeah. We've, got another, we've got another week to do that. Listen, um, the other thing that I wanted to mention that happened, that if you guys missed it, you're fucking morons. This was like the best thing that actually happened on the internet this week. 
I'm a moron. <laughs> AJ Soccer and Cedric Phillips played a grudge match on Twitch. Oh, the uh, the fairy. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, Cedric and his lovable Kifkin seem to believe that in Lorwyn Block Standard, or is it Lor- Yeah, Lorwyn Block Standard, that he had a better matchup. Uh, like that, his his matchup with Kifkin was unlosable to fairies. AJ, yeah, of course, wrong. Snap called him. Yeah, and so they proceeded to both like s- both uh, run the stream on each side. So so you could watch both hands, you could watch both play lines, and it was a riot to watch. <laughs> uh, AJ swept him five zero. Wow. In matches. Like, they played matches. It was five matches to zero. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, apparently, Kithkin had problems beating four Infest. <laughs> but, I mean, like, if anybody had questions about how good Fairies is potentially going to be in Modern, that answers it pretty well. Because, like, you, everybody seems to forget that, like, Mana Leak is a thing. So the counter spells are are potentially good. Like spell stutter is good, but like mana leak is potentially also very good. Um, yeah. You know we've got uh, we've got good quality removal. Cryptic command is still a card between mistbind click and cryptic command, both costing four. Like you get snapcaster into that mix too if you need to. Mutavaults. I'm telling you, man. Like it's going to be pretty oppressive. Yeah. So it was really it was really good to watch. It was really, really good. And fucking just Cedric's a blast. There was this one, this one game he literally sh- almost lost. Or he won one game, he should have lost it, but uh, he got there by like one land. It was just, it was so absurd. And he's just like in the tank and he's freaking out. And it was just, it was, it's so entertaining. So entertaining. So make sure you go and check that out. Like twitch.tv slash TeddyP and then twitch.tv slash AJ Soccer. Um, I've, I have it in my favorites. Uh, the video on demand side of the grudge match uh, with AJ is there, so you guys can go ahead and check that out. Sweet. Yeah, it was actually one of the greatest things on the internet this week. All of the internet. Beautiful. Uh, Marcel apparently has been listening to... There's been a pile of people, apparently, have been playing episode one, uh, episode one of our show. <laughs> yeah. Including Frank, too. Yeah. So, I mean, we're here for you. <laughs> Still, 165 episodes later. 66? No, six. after the first one, dumbass. Oh, fine, whatever. Got us. Want a minus one apparently, shit, apparently the hair bleach is, ble- or the, the hair dye is bleeding into your brain. <laughs> maybe That's after, kind of a rude thing to say, man. Maybe after you shave your head. Doing you it for the it. kids, man. Yeah, well... <laughs> That's fine. You're, you're, yeah. Just because your intentions are pure doesn't mean that your mental acuity is sharp. Ouch. It's for the kids, man. That's, that's, what, kids. Like, that's what this guy, one of my friends, says when, when he wants like the, the rares and commons and commons that like, we don't want after a draft. He just like, grabs them all, puts them in the bag. He's like, it's for the kids, man. It's for the kids. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> John Wayne Gacy said the same thing. Anyways, no, just busting your chops. <laughs> no, it's beautiful, man. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's 
with a kid. Jay, Jay's not here, so. Exactly. Yeah. Somebody's got to ride you. Um, so, yeah, uh, go back to GP train. Uh, apparently, Maddie is still advertising that you can touch my junk if you're on the train. Nice. So nice. I'm probably going to be molested, and after a red-eye flight, I probably won't care. Yeah. Especially if I'm on an eight ball of Coke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God, I love that that's going to be a thing. <laughs> I can just tell already. <laughs> oh, anyways. All right, well, I guess I guess we can call it a night then, huh? Yeah, yeah, sounds good. So hopefully you guys tuned into the Players' Championship. Uh, we don't know who's going to win. Hopefully Alex did really well. Hopefully Reed and Owen did really well. And hopefully there was some really, really good magic that was played. Mm. And we get to see all sorts of like sweet, sweet yeah. stuff. Uh, where's the SUG this weekend? Nashville, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Okay. And uh, who's doing coverage? Osip and Matthias Hunt. Mm-hmm. All righty. Ooh, I like it. <laughs> I'll be watching the Super Sunday series for sure. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. 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 Only because, like, the Star City Games Open Series are going to be, like, level zero, level one decks. We might just see what's going on. Come on, Reed. Show me. I don't know. Crazy profit bet or something. <laughs> I think that the, the well, no, there's money. There's money to be had. Yeah, six k. Yeah, so well, Mahara's gonna bring a brew for sure. Yeah, I yeah, I think Mahara is like the type who's like, I don't care. I'll play the same deck. I'll play at the Pro Tour. Like, I think he's very much for it. Yeah. <laughs> Except no, that the Pro Tour is modern. Modern, right? Well, the yeah. Pro Tour is modern. Never mind. They're... Okay, They're... yeah, never mind. Yeah, that's I'm what burping. we're gonna see. Like. Like, look, seeing what Reed Duke and Owen and Mahar are playing is going to be, like, pretty key for me. For my PTQ, from strong chance of playing one of those decks if, if they look any anywhere close to good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like that. I play that, Scott. Yeah, I think so, too. <laughs> yep. Yep. So I'm looking at a at a potentially a new my new modern deck if I don't actually just play Maleripod. But I don't think I'm smart enough to play Maleripod, so there's that. Um... There's a bigger zoo variant that uh, uh, Matu's Mizliki, also known as Mimex, X Mimex, yeah, on uh, Moto, was a well notable uh, modern grinder. Basically, yep. posted his uh, bloody zoo list updated with the cattle, and it looks really hot. So, we'll so see. hot, so hot. I mean, if Medina can play Pod, Scott, I think I think you can do it. Yeah, but this is like Malira Pod. Anyways, right, right. He was playing Kiki. He was playing Kiki Pod. Um, yeah. So it looks really good. Uh, the other card that I'm thinking that may actually be good is uh, is Lotus Cobra. Now might be the time for that card. Yeah. But we'll see. I I mean, maybe if everybody's playing fucking a million electrolyzes and pepper smokes, then it's not quite the time. But we'll see how it goes. Oh, pepper smoke. Pepper smoke your bob. That pepper smoke. Seriously? Pepper smoke your bob. Draw card. Bam. Right? Like, shout out to Christian Calcano. (laughs) So. All right, folks. Well, I guess we'll talk to you all next week. Hit us up on the Facebook page. Hit us up here in the comments. And uh, don't forget to subscribe to our iTunes feed and leave us comments. Thank you. Thank you. And we will talk to you all soon. 
See you all next week. Bitches.